0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM.
0: You got some guys in make-or-break years this year defensively. You got some guys that are set to have breakout seasons. We got defensive props. We got sacks. We got ourselves some interceptions. This is when you know you're getting closer to the NFL season. Once you start getting, like, players sack total for the season, interceptions. I feel like it's always, like, the last one to trickle out. But it always just makes you smell that, smell that football. Just It's just a little bit closer. Smell it.
2: Oh, I can't wait, man. We're we're almost there, and uh, it's going to be great. Like, I keep talking about college football, but I'm just as excited for the NFL season. I'm really, really jacked.
1: The only reason that you're not talking about the NFL is because college football comes a week early. Well,
2: right, I feel like that has something I'm, to
0: do with it with you, yeah.
2: Well, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Like, the last, like, ever since I've been born, like, I've had expectations that my team... Like has a legit shot to win a Super Bowl. This is the first year ever that my team's starting quarterback isn't named Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. So I don't have expectations (laughs) for the first time in a long time. Can I tell you guys who I have high expectations for? Can I steal the segue? We're talking defensive props. Just steal it. And I gave this out a couple weeks ago. You guys were off, so the value's still there. Nobody's talking about this guy. It's going to continue to be there. Uh, Everybody's going to talk about Bradley Chubb, his number for defensive player of the year, 60-1. to Uh, he's gonna, I think, have a monster year in Miami, but I also think he's gonna eat a bunch of double teams in the Vic Fangio defense. So I'm looking on the other side, and I looked at a price at 50 to one, Jalen Phillips, 50 to one, Defensive Player of the Year. But I also like Jalen Phillips sack number, which you could find, you know, shop around, of course, eight and a half. And the reason I like this is because. Uh, I think Chubb's going to take away a bunch of the attention. Last year, it was his second season. He's still young, and he, for the first time, became a three-down player. He was fourth among all edge rushers. He had 19 hits. He only had seven sacks. Now you bring in Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator. I think they're going to have a really good run defense. I thought the secondary was going to be improved, but they've already lost Jalen Ramsey. But if you look at it last year, and Pro Football Focus did an article on this, which I thought was really interesting. He had an 89.8 pass rush grade that was sixth best best at his position. He had a 15% pressure rate, 16th best, and he had a 19% win rate, which was 12th best in 2022. Only had the seven sacks. But they're looking at his expected sack totals. And the way that they uh, come up with this number is they look at the number of snaps that he plays. They combine that with pass rush metrics and, you know, snaps and post strong metrics, all these like nerd stats. But they did this with Max Crosby. And the year before, he finished last in sacks versus expected rate. And then last year had a monster year. I think that Jalen Phillips is going to be a double-digit sack guy. I love the defensive player of the year price at 50-1, to but I think the better bet is just to grab his sack total at 8.5. I think that's way too low. If he stays healthy, I think he has a breakout monster year, and he's only 24 years old. We're all pretty high on the Dolphins' defense this season, even without Ramsey the first couple weeks. So I wanted to throw that one out there.
1: What what would be the highest number you would take that at? Because I'm looking at another domestic, uh, and it's 9.25.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, still there. I think he double digits this year. I think he has a breakout year. Von Miller just did an uh, just did an interview. I think it was yesterday I was watching this. And he's like, this guy's going to be the breakout pass rusher in the league. You know, you just, I mean, like, we all know about Micah. He's awesome. We all know how awesome Miles Garrett is, right? Um, TJ Watt there's so many damn good pass rushers it's funny because you look at the defensive player of the year award market and it's all pass rushers a couple years ago 2019 i believe was when stefan gilmore won it i just man like sauce is really good but sauce isn't going to have the interception numbers because guys don't target sauce yeah. you know what i mean like how many picks is he going to have he's not going to be a double digit pick guy double digit pick guys or seven eight interception guys are guys like Diggs, you know that are going to gamble Um, Sauce isn't going to do that. So you have to look at the pass rushers, Max Crosby at 12 to one. I think it's going to be a, like a mess of a season for the Raiders and guys are going to quit the second half of the year. Chris Jones had a monster year, but he's pissed off right now. Aaron Donald, I don't think the Rams are going to be any good. So I would rather go down on this board and play somebody at like a 50 to one price that I think could have a breakout year. And I think that could be Phillips. And it's a guy that really nobody's Um, talking about for whatever reason.
1: I'm curious uh, on you guys' take on this player because uh, he, in 2020 and 2021, had monster years, uh, and then last year had a massive fall-off, and that is uh, Trey Hendrickson from the Bengals. Uh, his number is sitting at 10.25 on one domestic. Uh, in 2020, he had 13.5 sacks. In 2021, at had 14 sacks. And then last year, he had eight. Now the Bengals defense gets a lot worse with no Jesse Bates, uh, no Eli Apple. I don't know if that's addition or uh, by subtraction or just simply subtraction. Uh, What would you guys do with Trey Hendrickson?
2: Hendrickson for me, I mean, still pretty young. I'm worried about that. Twenty-eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just worried
0: about Obama. that drop off. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The the, the drop off from the double digit sacks the last 2 years to what we saw last year at just 8. That that concerns me a little bit that that may be more of where the trajectory could be than, you know, where he's going to be this season.
1: Yeah, you know so what, would you actually, take
2: the under 10.25? No, 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 yeah. no. You know why? No, you know, no, because he's only 28 years old. He still has one more at least like 3 to 4 year deal coming his way, right? And He's kind of pissed off right now. They signed him to that one-year extension. They, they say, here, like, I don't know what the Bengals are going to be able to do here because they want to work on extensions for Logan Wilson on the defensive side of the ball and then Hendrickson. I, I can't go against guys playing for contracts or big years, like Nick talked about with Chase Young uh, mm-hmm. during the break. Like in I'm going over on Chase Young at 6.5. I know he hasn't stayed healthy 100%. since his rookie year, but he's a guy that has to bet on himself to get one more big deal, at least in this league. And that's the same thing with Hendrickson. So I think I don't, I don't know that I could go over, but I don't think I could take the under and fade a guy that's, you know, trying to get himself some money.
0: I mean, that sometimes does motivate guys. Like we talk about contract years for a lot of guys, right? And, and if you're going to talk about pride on top of that, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Chase Young because with his sack number only sitting at six, now his rookie year, he had seven and a half. And then of course he got hurt last year. He's missed 22 straight games. And he hears it like he, he knows what people are saying about him. They passed on Justin Herbert for you and you were supposed to come in and be this dominant pass rush and you haven't been there. Well, the, apparently now and again, I, this is always I take this kind of with a grain of salt only because we hear this all the time. Right. You get into training camp with teams and every guy's like, I'm in the best shape of my life. Feel the best I have felt in years. Oh, this year is going to be so different. And sometimes it's the truth. But a lot of times it's also not. But with a number that's just sitting there at six, you've got a lot of players along that defensive line in Washington that are going to command attention from offensive linemen. So it's going to give Chase Young more of an opportunity to break free, especially early because a lot of people are just forgetting about him. Like, I guarantee you there's a lot of casual fans around the NFL that have just forgotten who Chase Young is. In Washington, they have it, but it's more of just, hey, is that guy still there? My God, can he do something before we have to decide on whether they pick up his last option? Sitting there at just six sacks, that, that's a number where, again, if he goes back and matches his rookie year of seven and a half, he's going over that number. So I really like that because of the fact, too, that this team has to decide what they want to do with him with his rookie contract. Are you picking up the option, or are you going to have to, like,
2: maybe franchise him for another year? Or just let him go. Yeah, and you got to look at, like, comparable numbers, right? Like, Preston Smith's sack total is seven and a half. He's, you know, going to be 32 years old Mm -hmm. Uh, I would rather play a guy that's still young. Frank Clark's at five and a half. I look at Frank Clark. I really do like the Chase Young numbers. Some of these are just so inflated, and I get how great these pass rushers are and why these numbers are where they are. But, like, Nick Bosa this season, 15 and a half. What if he gets injured and misses a couple games? I know what he did last year. But, man, 16 sacks. He's so damn good, though, that I don't think I could take the under. You know, TJ Watt, thirteen and a half. I'm going over all day. When TJ Watt stays healthy, I think he's the best pass rusher in the league, right behind Bosa and Parsons. You know, with Parsons though, and Trista, you know, my concern would be the Dan Quinn, uh, like kind of what he's saying. You know, like Parsons wants to be on the field all downs. I know, but mm-hmm. I think he's at his best when he's primarily a pass rusher. But do you think he's going to play more as a traditional linebacker this year? Because that might take away from the sack total.
1: No, because there's now all these reports that he's a full-time rusher, right? So if that's the case, then I think his number could he could blow through it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Me personally, I think there's like a struggle though. There's like a power struggle between what he wants to do and what Dan Quinn wants him to do. And and he says, okay, like this is my full-time responsibility. But earlier in the summer, that wasn't the case because we were talking about it on the show in terms of what his role was going to be.
2: Yeah, yeah. The I mean, regardless. I mean,
0: at 13 and a half and somebody that's... Burning, because he's bulked up too, hasn't he? I think he's put on a bunch of weight to try and play that position full-time. Somebody that looked dominant in his rookie year. And then last year, you kind of thought, well, oh, he's going to be defensive player of the year. This is Micah Parsons' year. And then all of a sudden starts to fall off, not really healthy at the end of the season. I mean, that's really another guy I think that's motivated to look at this and say, I want to make a statement to make sure people realize that like, I like he wants to win Defensive Player of the Year. He's 9-1 to to lead the NFL in sacks. I mean, it's not like a great price, but it's decent if you're looking at somebody that would be motivated to do that, especially if somebody like a Nick Bosa or T.J. Watt gets hurt again. We've seen that, but, although we've seen T.J. Watt get hurt and still lead the league in sacks. So I guess it's kind of a hit or miss thing there. But I, I, my, Micah Parsons, as a full-time pass rusher, could be an absolute monster this year. Unless what about Miles Garrett, team?
1: guys? Because Miles yeah, Garrett's mean, kind of flying under the radar. He's had two straight years of 16 sacks. His number, for whatever reason, is
2: 12.75. I'd go over on Miles Garrett every single year. Mm-hmm. Miles Garrett, like, yeah. I laugh when I see the NFL top 100 and he's not, like, at worst, you know, at lowest three. He's a game wrecker and he's always healthy. Um,. I feel like, you know, the reason he doesn't give get the same attention to some of these guys. I mean, like Aaron Donald gets some attention because, uh, I mean, the Rams were good. The Rams played in the Super Bowl, and then they went back and they won another Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So he gets the attention. I think Miles Garrett's problem is the Browns are a disappointment every single year. But I think they're going to surprise some people now that team success matters, um, you know, with the sack prop. But I, I would only go over because, I mean, he's the best, one of the best football players on the planet. 32 yeah, sacks over I think the last two years weird. alone. Yeah. That, that yeah. number feels like...
1: very low. I don't understand yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Way too low. But There's you got to worry about of... staying healthy. Yeah.
0: The thing There's is, though, I mean, is saps. there really any of these guys on the top here that you look at and say, like, I counted them being healthy the entire year? I mean, maybe Max Crosby? Max Crosby tends to play a lot, but what happens if the Raiders suck and he's just like, I don't want to be there anymore? The Raiders have a chance to completely implode this year. I mean, they may have the worst record in the NFL. If Garoppolo's getting limited time in camp right now already, and they're, I mean, they could be an absolute mess as the season goes on. That's why I like that. They're one of my bets, the worst record in the NFL, them and the Colts. You just got to see these teams completely fall apart, and there you go. All right, final hour coming up. It's the Tonight.